the peak of Tiny Telephone was intoxicating. When you own a business, you, you get dragged into capitalism, whether you want to or not. And one of the first things that happened was I wanted to like expand the empire. This is how empires are lost, right? In 2006, I met someone we'll call Madeline while touring in France. We made a decision very early on to get married. Madeline picks me up from the airport and I said, did you cheat on me? I'm not sure if I've like really recovered. You're not really allowed to bring grief or depression or anything else in the studio. It's almost like I became a worse person. John, his personality and his his like day-to-day existence as a human outside the studio even, it just got uh, more challenging and darker. I am touring with a vengeance at this point. We are driving on the 80 freeway in Ohio. And I look up, I scream, Jacob, you know, kind of jerks the wheel to the left. I don't know, we maybe missed the car by 20 yards. It was horrifying to me. I was like, I'm never going to tour again. (laughs) I remember him having kind of like a rough time with that tour. I was just like, man, I wanted to do this forever. I didn't know that it had like a timeline on it. You know, every time I talked to him, it was him just unloading his stress and anxiety on me. This place was so important to the the creative heart of of the Bay Area, and he really didn't want it to to dissolve. That was really hard for him. I was devastated when I learned that it was going to shut down. Having that job gave me so much hope, and I just loved working there. And that's the point where we hit ultra sadness. And it really, really peaked with this moment where I couldn't pay the rent in San Francisco. And I thought, whatever this is, isn't gonna happen again. Like this was special and that was the beginning of the end. Keep the dream alive.